Hi, it's Chris Watkin here, and I'm joined by Darshan Sunga, who is the MD of Three Oaks Letting Agency, and also the Arla Property Mark uh, Regional Executive. Um, Darshan, thanks for joining me today. The question I would like to ask you is this. How has COVID changed the lettings agency industry and, and it moving forward? Talk to me. Um, COVID-19 um, has affected just about everybody, every industry uh, you can think of. Um, as a district councillor, I can tell you a lot of businesses have uh, been have a big impact on their on their industry. Some have survived, um, some not so lucky. Um, for our industry, um, it's had a massive, massive big impact. From the 23rd of March 2020, when the Coronavirus Act came in, um, straight away um, we were also amongst other businesses that were shut down and we couldn't operate. But then there's been legislation that stopped tenants from, we're our serving notice to the tenants as well. So all of that. I mean, that's the big one. Do you, well. do, you, do you think, um, you know, in terms of not being able to evict people that, that the government have got the balance right? Well, uh, at the end of the day, I, I can see where the government's position was on not evicting anybody during the difficult times. But of course, I think the government also needs to understand that people that are renting the property are renting them from investors and landlords, and they've also got a commitment as well. Let's face it, how many landlords are there out there that actually own the property outright? They've got a loan that need to service. So it has been a difficult task for both sides. But as we're now coming post-COVID-19 now, I think there's got to be some sort of a business recovery plan in place. And the government needs to support landlords now as well, as well as tenants, which they've been doing. But now it's time they actually um, shared some of that love with our landlords. I mean, we were, we were, were filming this at the end of August, uh, a matter of a week ago. So Property Mark released something on the lines of that they were looking for specialist housing courts. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, absolutely. I mean, our uh, Property Mark's uh, CEO, and Emerson said that, and, and also the, the campaign's policy directors as well at Property Mark. We, we need something to say, look, you know, we're here to help you, but you need to help us as well. And at the moment, um, there are there's a list. If you want to just get to court, it's 21.1 weeks just to get to court. And then, then you've got your okay. review hearing, substantive hearing, and then you've got the actual hearing if it ever takes place. That's why we need a separate system, a court system, just to address um, uh, dealing with landlords and tenants, rent arrears, etc. Um, interestingly, uh, it was published about a month ago that, that private landlords who don't use a letting agent are 272.5% more likely to be in arrears for two months or more during COVID. Why do you think that is? That's, that's interesting uh, statistics because if, if being a working practitioner, the one thing that I've, um, I've picked up over the years is that when we're dealing with tenants and landlords, we tend to be the buffer the buffer in between, where the experts, where the go-to people mm. that both the mm. landlord and tenant come to. But when there's no buffer there and when landlords are dealing directly mm. with tenants, then it becomes that the tenant knows more than the landlord and the landlord knows more than the tenant. And that's where you get that little void and that's where okay. everything starts to go wrong. Do you think, do you think Property Mark um, and also the industry are not getting the message across that you're less likely to have arrears if you use a letting agent? I don't think we are making ourselves that clear because the other thing is tax, the tax benefits of, of appointing a property mark letting agent because 
our fees are 100% tax deductible through HMRC. So when a landlord files their Schedule D accounts at the end of the year, they can claim back 100% of our fees. And if, if every landlord knew that, the headache they take on, they probably won't do. And also allow us to do our job properly and then to, to make sure we look after the end users and tenants and the landlords. So basically, property markets are saying because of COVID, they've, they, they've had... We've had these these arrears which are more in the private sector more in the private landlord as opposed to managing landlords the, the point is is that and you're trying to say that the housing um, courts are the way forward what other help do you want off the government i mean let's be honest house prices have gone through the roof at the moment they don't need any help you know even if there's no rent coming in the, the, the bloody house is going up in value more yeah so um, I think what the government can do for a start is to take the foot off the pedal. Okay, they are absolutely going for the landlords. Every single piece of legislation, piece of law that's being put through court is all about protecting tenants. Yes, we want to protect tenants, but at the same time, where's the protection of landlords, their investment? If you look at pieces of legislation, I think it's more than 160, 70 pieces of law legislation now that's out there. But we've got to also remember that the people that provide the much needed housing, the government's not providing all of the housing. They haven't got the answers. Okay. It's the private landlords that are providing the, the much needed housing. I know for a fact that local authorities at the moment with our current crisis with housing because of refugees coming across, they're now reaching out to private landlords saying, we need private landlords to rehouse some of our refugees, but yet the council haven't got enough housing stock because they can't build houses fast enough. So it's interesting. Uh, uh, that's probably a topic for another day. So, if if governments are relying more on private landlords, but I mean, but private landlords are being rewarded in the fact is is that the value of their properties are going up, and most of them are being paid decent rents. I mean, if you look at the press today, they're talking about rent controls. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, that's just absolutely ludicrous for 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 the government to start in, in getting involved with rent controls. You know, I think that's, that, that really will not go down very well, rent controls. Someone's invested money in a property. I mean, if anybody... Okay. No, I mean, rent, rents across the UK have gone up by 8 or 9% on average. I mean, that's, that's way above inflation. That's triple inflation. Yeah, is, I mean, that, is that I, fair? I, I, I can't really say too much on that, I mean, in terms of the amount of rent that's been charged. But at the same time, if you look at... But you just said you didn't want rent controls. We, we don't want rent, rent controls because you're telling the, an investor how to run their own business. I mean, that's not how it should be. If the government is saying we need private landlords on board, then they also need to make sure that they encourage landlords to come on and not to... What, to and let market with. forces do their thing? Well, no, look, it, it, there are private landlords out there that actually go into a property and they invest a lot of money in new kitchens, new bathrooms, okay. repainting the house, modernising the house so that it's, they've got a, a property that they're renting out and they want to see their return for their money. I, I can't say any more than that, but you know, I, I would not like them then to be told, well, you can't charge that much rent. It's an but investment, isn't it? But again, if you look at rent controls, it's not as if they're actually put, they're just putting a maximum growth on it. They're not actually saying drop them, are they? Well, but they're controlling it. They're saying, well, we'll tell you how much rent you can charge and you can't charge. But in the past, rent controls have basically said you can put them up by normally X percent. But they're putting a cap on the rent that you can charge. Okay. So somebody may have a property that's absolutely beautiful, done up, you know, and, and there are tenants that are prepared to pay for that. Perfect, we're dealing with professional working tenants. And some tenants would rather pay the extra amount. 
for comfort. Okay, so we're, we're filming this in August 2021. Where do you, what, what, what is the final question? What do you think the final outcome will be with regard to COVID in say two, three, four years time with regards to the Lettings market? Well, I think there's going to be, a, I mean, as a district councillor, I mean, there's a recovery plan that every local authority is doing this to help businesses get back to some normality. It's going to take time. Um, you know, we are not, let's hopefully we're past the COVID-19, past all of the, but we're not out of the woods at the moment, like the government said. So we've still got to still be mindful of that. Yes, it will take time and, and we will work together. We work very closely with the tenants. Okay, but what, what do you think? What do you think is going to the market, the, the lettings market will look like? I, I think the market will will bounce back. It always has done through through the eighties when we had the short tenancies and all of that. Yeah, I, I think we will be back. Um, I think there's definitely a need for this this for housing stock. That's going to be mm. more more housing need because of uh, the current crisis with Afghanistan and other places like that where people are coming into the country. So there will be a, a demand there. Darshan, you've been exceptional. Thank you for your time today. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks for inviting me along.